0: Welcome to the GS on Marketing Podcast with your
1: hosts, Redbeard and Evan, where we give you the digital marketing insights you need to make people think you're the smartest person in the room.
0: All right, welcome back to another GS on Marketing Podcast. I'm Redbeard along with Evan. Yeah, it's great
1: to be here. So, Beard, how is it going for you right now? I mean, it's going good. We're the holidays are coming up. We're only a week away. Yeah, we've been talking about these holidays coming Ooh. up uh, basically on the past four podcasts. Still <laughs> shopping,
0: still out there shopping. Which I feel like I've only bought things for myself.
1: Oh yeah, well at least uh, at least you know what you want, and you know you're not going to yeah. be disappointed when you open it. Hopefully, right? So you got all your. You, Got most of your Christmas shopping done? Just for me? Just for you? I still need to buy things. Oh, you're buying things for other people too?
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I I think I have a few like gifts to buy for some people.
1: But so how do you do it? Do you ask them what do you want for Christmas or whatever you're celebrating? What do you want for for that? And or I'm just like, it, are we doing this now? Or like, do you think like all oh, year you're like, oh yeah, kind of picking up on pieces? Oh, my wife mentioned this one time a few months ago when we were walking past the store window. She pointed it out. Now I'm going to know to go back there and get it now that it's Christmas. Do you do that?
0: Well, see like I've kind of changed. So usually I'd like I don't know. I feel if uh, if I find a gift there's something like I think you might like, I might just get it. But I've kind of gotten out of that like phase of like I give you a A $25 gift or a gift card. Usually it just ends up being gift cards getting exchanged. Yeah. And it's like we could have just bought our own thing.
1: Yeah, I try not to do gift cards. And it's kind of put me – not that I have anything wrong with gift cards. In fact, actually a lot of times I receive a gift and I think to myself, wow, I wish this person would have just given me a gift card. <laughs> but I try not to give gift cards and mainly because I'm, I'm kind of a cheap uh, Christmas gift buyer. You mm-hmm. know, I'm looking to get that, that thing that really cost me $30, but maybe they'll think it's closer to 50 And when you give somebody a gift card that's for $35, they're less impressed.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes like anymore, I usually just get into like, uh, oh, let's just buy something for the house to oh, improve yeah. the house, right? What do you mean you and your wife? Yeah, just like yeah, in general. Yeah. But then we might get little things here and there, but like like for me, I'm probably the hardest person to shop for for Christmas because I'm just buying my own stuff throughout the year anyways.
1: <laughs> And you're still buying it now, so even if she would have gotten it for you as a gift, yeah. you just recently purchased it.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, don't even bother. It's no big deal.
1: So when you get something for her, though, is it because you thought that she'd like it or because she told you this is what you should get me?
0: No, I'm usually like – I'm pretty good about gifts, like like figuring out what you, what you might like or what you might need, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll just kind of like – I'll just kind of, like, show up with it. You know, I'll just order it. So nice. I won't I – won't be. it's never, like, here's these five items that I want
1: kind of a thing. Well, oh, that's good. Uh, I wish I got more of the – here's the five items I want. My yeah. My nephews, I was told that they just want gift cards. And it's putting me in a strange situation because – To be frank, I'm not really sure what they're into, so I don't know what to buy them in terms of gifts at least, and I don't really want to buy them gift cards, even though that would be probably the easiest thing to do, and it's going to make them the happiest. So what do you do? Right. What options do you have? Do you cave in and you buy them what they really want, even though you don't want to go out and get a gift card? Or do you try to try to be creative and end up disappointing them? Which, by the way, most years I try to be creative and you can kind of tell the look of disappointment on their face when they open my gifts most of the time.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, like, I hate getting caught without a gift when someone's gotten me one, right? Oh, so you just,
1: like, walk around with gift cards on deck ready to no. go? So, like,
0: I'm not big on the whole gift card thing, but, like, if I know somebody for sure that somebody's, like, it's been said that we're doing a gift exchange kind of yeah. a thing, then I might not go with a gift card every time, but where I do like the gift card is when, like... Say, like, throughout the year or something, or I'm telling somebody, like, say, like, oh, I really like Hulu, and they're like, oh, I don't do that yet, or I haven't got a streaming thing, I might get them, like, a streaming gift card. Ooh, that's or, not a bad idea. Or huh? if I know, like, they're not on, really on Amazon yet, I might get them an Amazon gift card. Who isn't on Amazon now? I mean, I mean some people, but, like, Spotify, like, things like yeah, that, yeah, or, like, Apple, Apple Music, mm. I've gotten people gift cards for that, but that just kind of, like it, like, if I see, like, they have an iPhone... But And they might use just, like, the free, you know, Spotify or something like that. And then I'll be like, I'll hit them up with, like, an Apple Music gift card. Like, hey, check it out for, like, three months. Are you using Apple
1: Music instead of Spotify?
0: That's what I use. I I just use Apple Music on that family plan, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, That's just kind of what I like it. Um, I'm not saying, like, Spotify is not good or anything. Like, I've tried Spotify usually, Mm -hmm. like, uh, in the summer Mm -hmm. months um, you know, Spotify'll do like a like three months for two bucks or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's how I got hooked on it. I've had yeah. it ever since doing that too. And I guess the reason I was wondering, so I'm thinking about either upgrading that or maybe trying something different because I don't have the family plan. But I have all of my Alexa devices are hooked up to that Spotify. Yeah. So I'll be sitting there driving, listening to a song, and then all of a sudden it'll stop and I'll look and see what's going on. It's because someone at home decided to play some music.
0: So it's funny you mention that because – so I'm always using – like I have the Amazon music too, right? Because Prime and you just automatically get that. But like sometimes I forget that I have that. Yeah. But I will like – Ask my, uh, you know, I'll I'll ask my device to play, you know, a song, right? So it's just coming from Amazon Music. But they just hooked up, like, over the weekend, where you're able to uh, connect your Apple Music. Oh, did they? To Alexa. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and you can actually make it your default. Mm. uh, Just like with Spotify, right? You can tell it to play a song, and yeah, boom. It's playing from your Apple Music account. You authenticate it and everything.
1: Maybe I'll take a look at that. And, you know, speaking of Hulu, i that's what I bought on Black Friday was Hulu. 99 cents a month for the first 12 months.
0: Oh, I saw that. That's that a was re- a killer yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah, that's a killer deal. That's yeah. awesome.
1: For sure. So hopefully that'll, I mean, if I watch it once, I feel like $12 is paid for itself.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's like one year too, like, uh... Like, when they first came out, I I knew I was in a gift exchange, and I randomly just bought three Echo devices, Mm. and I didn't keep any of them for myself at the time. (laughs) I just just gave them out. I'm like, I heard these are awesome. Check them out.
1: Yeah, I like the idea, though, of just keeping gift cards on deck, keeping them in your wallet, ready to go on your person of some sort. That way, if somebody all of a sudden gives you a gift— You've got something for them. Yeah, you can like, just come in clutch with it. Like, oh, I've never tried that. Like me talking about Apple Music right now. You know how impressed I would be if you just handed me an activated six-month, <laughs> you know, ready to go. Oh, right? you don't know about Apple Music? You've been using Spotify? Check it out. Here yeah, you go. That's what I'm saying. I would be amazed by it right now. But you're not doing it. That's and, what and I'm saying. And now it's beginning to be weird. I'll, <laughs> I'll hit up,
0: like, those Apple ones, like, too. Like, hey, maybe you want to check out some new apps on your phone. Maybe yeah. you want, you know.
1: I'm digging it. I like it. So speaking of gift shopping, have you bought anything from a Facebook ad? Um,
0: <laughs> well, no, but I've—I uh, I, it's been—it's happened. I can't say that things to my house haven't arrived from a Facebook ad.
1: Oh, I buy things from Facebook too, and I was just wondering because you know it's a good kind of right now is a great time of year if you're selling a product to be running Facebook ads because I'm just looking to buy something for people at this point. I'm not usually in this type of I got to buy something. And I've been trying to take a look at a lot of these different ads, and some of them on Facebook are just getting crazy. Not even the ad itself is what's crazy, even though everybody's trying to be the next Dollar Shave Club, it seems like, where they come up with that really crazy video or really crazy ad campaign to generate some interest. But the products themselves, since you can get so specific on who could possibly want to buy this especially this time of year with that type of gag gifts, almost, that you're just getting some crazy things kind of coming up in your feed.
0: Oh, yeah. And we're not even talking about, like, the Amazon ads that are No, out. no. I mean the I actual... feel like those are influencing <laughs> a lot of my purchases lately.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes they are the just that one little extra push that's yep. going to get you to go and do it, especially because when you're taking a look at some of that, like, I've been looking at cameras a lot getting some of those digital cameras checking out different ones seeing maybe which one I want to pull the trigger on and I'll get ads for different ones from Amazon from Walmart too you know Walmart's pretty good about that Best Buy and I'll see like, OK, well, let me take a look at this camera because I'm more pretty novice when it comes to cameras and camera equipment. You know, I rely on your expertise a lot and getting your opinion for a lot of things. But at the same time, you know, I'm diving in and kind of doing my own research, trying to figure out where that baseline, how cost that I'm looking to to spend is going to be.
0: Yeah, and it really comes down to like what features are you really wanting? And too right. like all it's hard it's hard to pick a device any kind of technology because as soon as you get it there's like, you know, and you might get a deal on it and then all of a sudden there's like the new one just came out.
1: Yeah. And it's it's a vicious cycle. It is. And that's why I try not to, you know, I don't need the latest and greatest. I try to be pretty good about taking a look at what I have, what what I'm looking to do with it and making sure that it's, you know, going to align with that. I don't need the best of the best. I can always kind of get by with what I, you know, actually taking a, paying attention to the features. I think software is another thing where people do that same, you know, I've got to have the, the top thing of all of that because you take a look at when you're comparing Two different software like let's just take some marketing automation for example when you're comparing two different marketing automation companies to each other they all do a lot whether you're looking at you know a hubspot marketo pardot acton infusionsoft you know all of those different platforms they all do a lot so you get kind of stuck in the whole, I'm going to take a look at all those different features. Let's take all the features and compare them. And you end up sometimes, I, I, you know, I've spoken to some people that have made a decision on a piece of software based on a feature it had that a different one did not have. And it's a feature that they'll never even use. So oh, it's not like yeah. this is the difference maker, this is something I'm gonna do every single day with this software. It's just well when I was evaluating it, this one did you know, this one did it, the other one didn't, I thought that was kinda of nice. I've had it for two years, I've never used it though. And now that other software even offers it.
0: And you have to take into consideration, like if you, uh, you know, first jumped in on a platform and maybe before it came real popular and you got in on a good price and then you bounced to go check something else out that yeah. you thought was better, when you go back, it's probably going to be a little more expensive.
1: Yeah, a lot of times it is, unless you get that new customer intro rate. You see that they have that, that bot that is actually negotiating your cable bill for you? Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, it's a budget app. I think Ashton Kutcher tweeted about it and it got a lot of, you know, press and publicity from that. But it's a budget app that for an extra fee, I'm not sure exactly what that fee is, whether it's a percentage of the savings or just a flat rate, but it'll actually go out and talk to the major cable companies on your behalf to get your bill lowered.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty nice. Can it do anything
1: for property taxes? I don't know. Property taxes is a tricky thing, right? I'm in that property tax game right now, and I feel like my property taxes should be less, but I'm too afraid to have the people come out there and reassess, because what if it's more?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it just keeps going up and up and up every year. Just a little bit, but it keeps going up.
1: Uh, And speaking of bots... Right? That's a cool bot. You wanted to talk. Yeah. You've been doing some cool things with that Facebook Messenger.
0: I am just, I've been fascinated with chatbots lately. Yeah. They're so cool, and I know, like, for a while, I've been keeping an eye on the chatbot game, right? Well, it's
1: been the next big thing for a while now. Yeah,
0: and I, I was always talking about, I'm going to I'm gonna hit one, I'm going to create one. I'm going to hit it up, right? Yeah. And uh, I finally found a good excuse to use it. Um, So I'm using it for the wrestling game, right?
1: And uh, which company did you use?
0: So I used that uh, Mobile Monkey chatbot
1: for Facebook. Yeah, Larry Kim's company. That's a great one.
0: Yeah. So like, well, from what I've seen on X, I've seen a few webinars Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I've sat through a couple of those and I've been kind of keeping an eye on it. And uh, it's, for one, it's super easy to set up. And you know, as soon as you sign out, you sign in with your Facebook account, right? And then you just uh, tell it which Facebook pages you want it to interact with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, uh, so once you set your page, like it's good to go. Now, I was primary. You can use it for a lot of different things. And what I found fascinating that um, was that it's it's basically gonna you know take over almost like uh, email marketing lists, right? I think it will. Very similar. Like you can do drip campaigns get people to sign up you know there's rules you have so many days to yeah. you know g- get somebody on that list
1: that's where i think it's yeah you know, i don't think anything's ever really going to place replace email marketing because it's at least in the near future and i love that with the chatbots you can use all these things that you learned with email marketing Yeah. right and i love that it's got a higher engagement cuz more and more people are ignoring email marketing emails are getting you know, just a whole inbox is getting cluttered, but you can use some of those things that you have used with email for those bots, right? The drips, how are they interacting? What most likely are they going to click on and go? So you can borrow a lot of that. But the biggest downfall right now, I think to me is that there's so much value in an email list. And I know it's not the, you know, new trendy kind of cool, sexy digital marketing thing to do, but there isn't anything else that you own, right? Even the Facebook messenger bot, you can only communicate with them uh, in a certain time window. Email as long as that's their email, and people are switching emails a lot less nowadays with Gmail and everything else. And you know, once you have it, as long as they explicitly tell you, at least in the U.S., right? I mean, different there's laws in different countries, right? GDPR and things like that. But at least in the U.S., you can continue to email that person until they explicitly tell you not to. So it's exciting that you can keep doing that, and the amount of revenue that you can generate uh, quickly with a big email list, whether that's When you launch a new project or product, I should say, you offer a new service, anytime you want to go kind of tap the well and see what's out there for it and try to get some of that quick revenue coming in, email is always going to be the best thing to do that with.
0: Yeah. And personally, like um, just on my own through the chatbots, I've been seeing it as where if I buy a product from a website, they'll ask me if I want to receive updates on one that's going to be shipped to me. Yeah. And through the Facebook Messenger, right? I've been getting things like that. Um, even, uh, you know, when joining, uh, a, a page, you know, it'll hit it up. You want to join, you accept it. So that's like this, uh, this mobile monkey, right? You can set it up so that, uh, as soon as I was surprised how like quickly, like I'm just using it for Q and a, right. So I'm setting up a Q and a database, right. <clears throat> um, just to get that, uh, you know, general information out there about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, what time do the doors open? How much are tickets? How much is training? Like things like that.
1: The things you got tired of answering, and yeah. Everybody kept repeating the same questions over and yeah, over.
0: yeah, yeah. Because like when multiple people like check, a, you know, pages, uh, you know, inbox, you know, you don't know, you don't always have time to reply right away. Our days right. get
1: busy, right? it's just not efficient too.
0: So, so really cool. So you like you're setting up your uh, your all your questions, and then you're setting up your answers. You can have multiple answers that kind of flow in, and then when. Uh, you know, when it doesn't know what the when you don't have that question in there that they're asking about. Right. It'll just say you a know, nice message pops up says, Hey, I'm a bot. Somebody will get back to you soon, right?
1: And, sorry, I tricked you at first, but so, you, you you won you won this battle of wits, yeah, right? I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> and they're like,
0: Oh, this wasn't a real person. <laughs> uh. But uh, Is Redbeard even real? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool. And then uh, what happens is is once that, you know, is playing out for a while and uh, you're starting to get some interaction, it'll start to track, like, the questions that it couldn't answer so that you can add those into your database. Yeah, keep filling
1: that up. I like that. That, That's an awesome thing to do, and I think it makes perfect sense for how you're
0: using it. It responded super quick. Like, I was testing it out myself, and uh, the responses were, like, immediate. Well, now I'm seeing Facebook saying, uh, hey, you know, I'm seeing pop-ups that say, hey, do you want... uh, you know, get some more interaction with your chat
1: bot. Here's how we can help you get more subscribers to your chat bot, yeah. things like that. So. I really like it, too, that you can put it on your website. Yeah. So when you have that live chat yeah. instead of there being a person because I've ran you know I've been a part of a lot of companies getting that live chat set up on their website where the biggest question they always have right when they want to do it is well who's going to answer it do I actually have to have people sitting there waiting for it waiting for that chat to go and especially when it's a proactive chat and that's the one that's not just click here to chat with somebody it's actually popping up yep. and saying hey do you have a question i see you're on this page very impactful on a website. you know there's a lot of people that always say they hate them. You know I can't stand those popping up and doing it. Same thing with pop ups, but sometimes you got to look at you know now what people are complaining and saying they hate. But what's actually working, what's converting visitors on it and pop ups and chat bots, those are things that actually work still. And I love that you could set that up, get all those common questions and then if there's one that they can't answer, we'll then roll it over to a real person instead of tying somebody up right there, you know, that has to answer those questions because you know, a lot of times it's Who's going to do it? Uh, Do they have – is it a customer service? Is it a technical sales question? You know, all those things, you know, you've got to consider if you've got real live people ready there taking the chats. So I love being able to do that with a bot.
0: Yeah, I think it's great for that general quick stuff. And that's like how – I'm going to use it now on the website. That's another – Another thing I want to roll out yet, but, yeah, super, uh, super helpful.
1: Do you see it going? Because I know that there's uh, the insurance company that's name has eluded me uh, today. I was trying to think about it earlier where you can actually buy your insurance through this, you know, essentially a bot, right? You just answer some questions, go through there, then, bam, it gives you the policy right away. You don't actually have to talk to a live insurance agent for it and do you see the bots taking over at least this facebook bot in particular do you see that being powerful enough to really answer all the questions whether that's about a product or a service and then being able to close that deal without a lot of human interaction or you know intervention
0: wow i mean as long as your uh you know database is uh you know full big enough yeah. right oh, so with all the possibilities that could be asked and things like that but uh even like on this one it'll say, you know, you'll type in your question and it'll say, "Hey, we'll respond with this answer to, you know, anything we think is a variation of that question." Okay. So it's kind of
1: learning and things like that on its own. Can you get it set up where there's a delay in when it returns the answer to somebody's question? Um I'm not sure. Cuz here's where I'm good now with that. I think that would be pretty powerful, where you can still almost act like it's you know a real person. Not that you want to do you know be deceptive or anything like that, but I think that as somebody typing to that bot and getting the answer, I'd be afraid. All of a sudden, boom comes at you right away. Yeah. Almost like a little bit of pause right there.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to say like when I had it set up for like. I set one up for, like, three quick answers in a row, mm-hmm. right? So, it would like, hit that first one quick, boom, and then it would, like, kind of trickle in those other two. Okay. Right? So that makes it wasn't all, like, here's three, boom.
1: <laughs> if you had to you know? choose with getting that set up, do you think that you'd want to have the email or the ability to message somebody with the Messenger bot right now? Which one would you lean towards?
0: Mm, I, I think I like the uh, – the messenger
1: bot. Yeah, I can um, see that, right? Because you, you got more attention. You know, right it's instant. Now, kinda, less clutter. Yeah. More people are going to see it and see it. It's going to stand out as opposed yeah. to the email getting lost.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I'm also getting, I like emails too. Um, when I'm getting, uh, I'll subscribe, still subscribe to email lists. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I meant you as a marketer, not an end user. Mm. So if you're trying to get, Information from somebody so you can continue to market to them. You going for email or are you going for the messenger? Ability to message them through there.
0: Probably messenger just because I know they're probably on Facebook a hundred times a day.
1: Yeah, they're going to see it. <laughs> I can see that. The only thing that only thing that worries me is just you know, getting too tied up into the platform. Yeah. You never know. Well, right? that's that's the thing. Are they going to remove features and functionality and make it harder? Right, You're kind of just playing on rented land there as opposed to the email. What do you own? Yeah. That's a tough question. What else does it do? Like, What else are you excited about with it? Um, I mean, well, you can do a lot of things. So like,
0: well, once you get in, I'm just on the free, I'm just on the free tier right now. Right, But I mean, there's like, you know, pro plans you can get into where it's, you know, uh, where you're kind of reaching out like that drip campaigns and things like that um, for actual like transactions and things mm-hmm. um, and, you know, building that, building that list out. So you know, I haven't I haven't even got into that paid yet, but I could I could see a lot of possibilities of that in the future too. Yeah,
1: I think we know we've been talking to some people about getting them set up and, and rolling with it, and it's it's, it's going to be
0: what I really want to use it for though is to when you, you can start pushing out um, um, ads. In Messenger yeah. direct ads like for an event or something.
1: Yeah, I think that's so underutilized right yeah. now, the ads in Messenger. And you've got some companies that are doing it and, and doing it pretty well. But you know, I think right now there's just not a lot of people doing it. Anytime you can have, you know, some sort of platform where there's a lot of attention and there's a lot of people that don't use Facebook but only use the Messenger app.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, that's Messengers a separate app. Right. And, uh, you know, I check that. That's, like, a huge way I communicate with a lot of people now. Oh, is it? You know? And, I mean, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, say they're not on Facebook, but they are.
1: Yeah, I, I've actually I've been noticing that too because I'm, I'm trolling you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, there's always those people that say like, oh, I'm not really on Facebook. And it's like yeah. no, you know, you just don't post a lot on Facebook. Yeah, you're still scrolling through there. You're taking out there a giving, giving likes, trolling. You're liking things. You know, you always know what somebody's doing. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I actually got have it on my phone where Facebook is disabled. You know, after mm. like a, like I get, like I forget what the ex- exact time frame is. But it's a very small amount of time and it lumps all of the social media apps all into it. So after you know that time period's up, whether it's fifteen minutes or a half hour or whatever it is for that day, once it's hit, it's done. It's disabled. Can't use it.
0: So that's so that uh you're kind of regulating your social media use?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to be yeah. more efficient with social media. I don't think that it's necessarily You know, the, oh, you got to get off Facebook, Uh, even though I think there's a lot lot to be said about deleting the app. And that might be the next step for me, just deleting the app off the phone, because otherwise it gets to be kind of mindless where you just go there because you don't have anything else to do or you're bored or, you know, you want that dopamine trigger from seeing that little notification on it. And it just becomes a habit where you just dive in there, you start looking through it. And it becomes a waste of time, whereas if you have a limited amount of time and, you know, or you only go on it on your desktop, for example, your laptop, as opposed to always being available on the phone... Then it makes it so it's a little bit more strategic for when you do use it. It's not a time waste. It's the, oh, I'm going to go see what's going on in the world. Oh, the Bears just beat the Packers. I'm going to go see how people are reacting to that (laughs) around here. And you just kind of take a look at it there as opposed to just mindlessly scrolling.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now that I think of it, like, did you know, like, Messenger is a desktop app or is a desktop in the browser? You can get full browser Messenger. Oh, can you really? You can, and uh, it's weird. I have a hard time using it. I prefer it on the phone.
1: Yeah, I can see that because it's more of the text aspect of it. It's not yeah. much different than that. I
0: think I use both, but I'm I'm using Facebook as more of a perspective is uh, from promoting things, I guess. So. Mm-hmm use it a little bit different than probably the normal person
1: yeah because you're actually looking to yeah. push your own media out there and get a little activity I'm running ads and you're not and that and that's exactly you know why I'd always keep it on the desktop because I run ads on there for yeah. you know we're always running Facebook ads always taking a look at it trying to keep it you know finger on it but I just want to make sure that you know just eliminating any potential mindless scrolling because to be totally frank I don't really care what most people are up to. And I'll find myself looking at things, and I'm knowing what people that you know. Some of them, I'm not even sure where I met them at or how I know them. What was it a you know old high school friend, somebody used to work with? You know the name. And it just kind of means something from seeing their posts all the time. And now I know what their kids are like, what they're into. I shouldn't know those things. Yeah, There's I, no reason to know that. I feel
0: like every year you need to go through like a little Facebook purge.
1: Get that purge?
0: And like just start, um, just like unfollow some people so you don't, you hide them from your news feed, right? Just mm-hmm. clean up that feed a little bit. And like I did that like not too long ago.
1: And it was, it was actually refreshing. Yeah. You actually start yeah. seeing stuff you care about. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, I think that's that's pretty good. You got anything else you want to add on about the the, the messenger bot chatbot? I, I'm chatbot. just. Kinda... Why do you call it a messenger bot chatbot? Yeah,
0: yeah I'm just kind of. You know, seeing what else I can do with it, you know, I'm keeping an
1: eye on features and stuff. But uh, I just have to keep tuning in. As a lot of potential. These things keep evolving. You know, you're just looking at another way to communicate with people. That's what marketing really is, just communicating with people. So as these new things start getting rolled out, you got to stay on top of them, see how people are interacting with them. Because that's when you can, you know, exploit them as marketers, which is why everybody loves marketing folk, right? Yeah. So now I guess it's come to my favorite part of the show. Who angered the beard this week? Who's beard oh. are gonna call out?
0: <laughs> we'll call out of the call out of the week. So we'll keep along the email theme. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out. You know we all use Gmail, right? Well, not Pretty everybody much. does. I mean so a lot. Of, a lot of people use the Gmail.
1: It's mainly Outlook here though. Yeah, in Office 365, I should say, and that took me a little bit to, a little bit of getting used to.
0: So a lot of people use the Gmail. So yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna call it the big dog in email. So for years so like I've I've liked Gmail, right? Regular Gmail and then Are you gonna call out Gmail? Yes. Is that, this is what you're this is what I'm calling wow. out right now. Here, we're calling it out. Because they came up, like, several years ago, they came out with a, a little different flavor of Gmail, and they just called it Inbox, okay? Mm-hmm. So you could get that Inbox in your in your browser, Inbox app on your phone, right? Is this a Mac? This is a Mac thing. Is, is it, it, it a Mac? This is a browser thing, dude. Is it a browser thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Google Gmail Inbox is okay. what it's called, right? So it has its own flavor. It's a little bit different than your standard Standard Gmail app, right? So uh, you you can sort things differently. It has some nice features. So I've been using this. I've been using this for like forever and for years, right? It's my favorite app. I hit it up every day. You know, I don't even go to the standard Gmail anymore. Okay. I go straight to inbox. Right? Wow, that's the uh, that's the future. That's what I was told. Anyway, <laughs> I was led to believe that's the future. <laughs> so, uh, so I start getting these notices, and I see them more now that every time I log into inbox, it says. Uh, Hey, guess what, like inbox is going away soon.
1: Whoa.
0: We're getting rid of inbox, you're gonna have to go to that new Gmail we set up, right? Wow. So like at the end of March, it's done. Inbox is done, right? But here's where the call out comes into play. They're still updating the app
1: <laughs> on the phones. Why are you doing app updates? Why? <laughs> what it makes no sense. Is anything to do with the security? You know with the Google Plus and all that security issues that were happening, so they just got rid of the whole thing?
0: I don't even care. I'm like, why? There's like updates, probably every weekly updates for Inbox. Really?
1: Yeah. I've never used it. I guess I oh. always just use Gmail. I just log right into Gmail. Got the Gmail app on my phone. I like it. I was. That's why I was surprised you were about to call it out. I was yeah. thinking to myself, what's wrong with that? Well, now, I use it all the time. So
0: now I got the t- Inbox and Gmail app. I'm trying to toggle between the two, and I'm trying to get used to Gmail now. I'm thinking about just straight up deleting Inbox altogether. And going with the standard Gmail app. Well, if they're going to get rid of it in March, you might as well. End of March. Rip that Band-Aid. Can you believe that? That's the problem. See, that's the problem with a lot of these free services like we are talking about. They can just up and make changes and take away features you like and don't like whenever they feel like it.
1: Well, and if you do that and Beard is using your app, you might end up on this call out here. Yeah. Well, and I'm just saying, like... You know, maybe paid isn't isn't a bad thing. Sometimes you gotta pay. It. You know. All right. Well, anybody else you want to call out? Was it? Was, was that good? I, I, I mean, think we could just do one at a time. I, you know? I feel like I feel like that was a big one. I, a, <laughs> I, think, the, I think I called out property tax earlier. It's not the local uh, <laughs> local landscape crew and car dealership anymore. Just go going at it. <laughs> go straight to that email client. <laughs> All right. Well, tune in next time. You can see who Beard's going to call out. It really could be anybody. And don't forget to like and subscribe and leave us a little bit of feedback. Share with your friends. Love you to do that, too.
0: Yeah. And if we don't talk to you before, then have a happy holiday.
1: Thank you for listening to the GS on Marketing Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at GS on Marketing. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and wherever podcasts are sold.